So I was planning on going to Essence Fest in July. I was trying to go to New Orleans. That's dead. Did you see the numbers in New Orleans this week? They said everybody who went to Mardi Gras went back and spread it across the whole country. I was trying to go to uh, uh, Europe this summer. I was really trying to go to Italy. I, I really want to have real pasta once in my life. Dead. Look. You can still go to Essence Fest. I'm, I'm not going. Sure. I'm going down there. No, I, no, I'm not really go there, but I'm 100% sure that they're going to live stream it. I think it's canceled. They haven't said it yet. I don't know. Maybe not. I think they, they actually probably might still have it, but I'm not going this year. I'm not going anywhere this year. They can have whatever they want to have this year. I am chilling until yeah, honestly, next year. Honestly, yeah, I feel the same way. Like, I feel like even when everybody's like, okay, the coast is clear, Uh -uh. I'm not really traveling or anything like that because just because you say the coast is clear without actually putting something in the air. Y'all didn't know the coast wasn't clear to begin with. The coast coast isn't really that clear. Y'all didn't even know the coast wasn't clear. You didn't even know this was here until it was here. It's best to just stay to stay where you are, stay local. Mm-hmm. It sucks, but at the same time, it's better to be safe than be sorry. Than be sorry. Y'all go ahead and be the guinea pigs. Y'all let me know how Coachella and all like that go this year. Y'all go ahead. Oh, child. I'm... And if this thing, I don't even think this thing is going to come back in the fall. I think it's going to just be around. Oh, my God. <laughs> just forever? It's just going to be Just chilling here. on the side. Right. It's going to be here. Yeah, we're all gonna get it in some form or way. Whoa, so. no, no, whoa, 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 whoa. Nobody don't be that. putting that on Nobody me. Nobody likes hearing that. Oh, the that is, is oh now nah, you wanted them you sound like one of them flat earth and oh everybody's gonna get it. We might as well get no, but, no, but it's, it's I mean I'm not the only one who said it. it's definitely like government officials have definitely said it's a you're gonna you're bound to get it regardless. Okay, go ahead. No, they who said, was it? Um, no, Scarface, didn't. who recently came out and said that he got it. He yeah. was like, I ain't go nowhere. Right. I ain't been. I, I don't know how the hell I got it. I and I got that and I got that shit. So mm-hmm. then, I mean. They said about 60% of the population is going to get it. That means it's another 40 who won't. I plan. Well, you know what? What? Newborns? No, Please. No. You know what? Actually, I got a story to tell. I'll tell you in a minute. Ready? Yeah. Let's start the show. I've been, I've been working all night. Now I need to hear you call my name. Where you at? On the way. How far? On the way. Popping, popping on the way. How far we take it all the way? Yeah, 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 yeah. I've been going all day, and now I need. Welcome back to another episode of the On the Way podcast, where we give it to you straight. In this space, we won't say anything behind your back that we won't say to your face. We keep you up to date with the latest music, news, and everything related while you are on the way. I'm Khalil. And I'm Sylvie. And this is the On The Way Podcast. You can listen to this podcast on the way to the supermarket as you use it to distract yourself with a little bit of laughter because you really want to break down and escape because you're scared as hell of going to the grocery store. Oh my God! <laughs> you <laughs> you can listen to this podcast on the way to grabbing your snacks and watching your next virtual concerts. They're having concerts every day, y'all. Every day. Find somebody's live. Every every day. We're gonna talk about that. But either way, anyway, this is the On the Way podcast. Black Queen. Yes. Sylvie Jones, ladies and gentlemen. How are you? 
I'm feeling really blessed this time of day. Um, <laughs> blessed to be alive. Blessed to be present. Okay, in mm, our yes. times, yes. I feel like this is so monumental. Yeah, like we are living through so many. Like a story to tell. We've like lived through a lot. Now. Oh my god, we've lived through a lot. We've got kids. almost thirty years. Oh. <laughs> like, like years from now, they're gonna wow. talk about. We've this got time. stories to tell. Like who? I like. Nobody would have thought. I would not have. You'd be hearing your grandparents talk about like their life, but now I get it. Like I've got stories we to accrue. Are the grandparents. Oh my gosh, we got <laughs> what? We've lived through two impeachments. Two. I'm sorry. Two impeachments. A, not a terrorist attack. A black president. It's just you know we've just been a fool so president. Much. I'm just honestly, I'm I'm still glad and grateful to experience it all. Yes. Um, I do not know what tomorrow holds because it's never promised. <laughs> no. But I'm just no, glad no. that I've got to live in such times. I never experienced a Great Depression before. Um, <laughs> Nigga, we about to experience too. But this seems like this seems like the watered down version of it. <laughs> oh. Um. Damn. Just a little more, just a little more modern. What a but down. Either way, I mean, we're here. How are you, Kalil? Oh, I'm doing. I'm doing well. This might be it, though. So, you in in 2008, they said the unemployment was at eight percent. They said it's already at twenty percent. Oh, oh my God! Yeah, three point three. Uh, I'm doing well. I am just. I'm just even more grateful to be here for each day of life. Um. And to see a new morning each morning, like seriously, <laughs> you you cannot take for granted the fact that you wake up and get to see a new morning each morning. Wake up, check your breathing levels. Oh my, like that's the, what I'm talking about. See, every mm. everything else can be worked out as long as you wake up the next morning. It's okay. Um, we're just living through some like I'm living through some polar opposites of this these Corona times. Um, like one moment it could be you know tripping, and then. Yeah, boy, stop tripping. You boy, stop tripping. You ain't nothing wrong with you. Ain't got it. And it, but then it can also flip for you at any moment it, because we don't right. know. Nobody knows if they have it. It's like everybody's treading on 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 air. You cough mm-hmm. is like is my is my throat too dry? No, you're just exactly. breathing like you normally do. Oh my gosh, why do I have this? I'm I'm really getting in touch with my body. Like th- things that probably always happen. I'm just paying attention to all the signs now. Like, But you don't even know certain signs and symptoms anymore. It could be anything. Yeah. My chest is feeling tight. You're slouching. Sit up. <laughs> yes, your chest right. is feeling tight. Um, you know, or you've got gas. Do something about that. That's why. It's like, oh, okay. okay. Just really having a moment to sit down with yourself and just get to know your body, get to know yourself. Um, I don't be taking nothing for granted. You could be doing things you normally do, but then because of what's happening, you can be over here and, and tripping so i'm just grateful but imagine this think about this think about this two things two things two things one i think i have it already a lot of people did i think i had it already and back in december um when i don't usually get the flu it's been a long time since i got the flu and it, you can usually kick the flu in a couple of days, but this lasted for like two weeks through Christmas, through the new year. 
Then the cough stayed for like two to three weeks and then it cleared up right before I went to California. And the first day I got to California was the day that America announced its first case of coronavirus. That's why we were late coming back. That's why I didn't, we didn't start in the beginning of the year because I had the flu. I don't know about you. You had the flu in February, which is why we delayed. Um, right. I'm, just, I'm just saying, I feel like, and there's, I've heard a lot of people say that. So you don't, I don't, I don't know. I kind of, if I did, if that was the case, I kind of hope it was. So I'm already immune to it, but I'm still out here being careful because we don't know. And I'm not going to the doctor until it's safe. Um, two, could you imagine if this was like 1995 and we was all cooped up in the house with no internet? Yeah, things could have been much difficult than it is now. Right? Definitely. <sighs> yeah, just saying. All right, but other than that, doing good. Not here. <laughs> gosh, sometimes going to sleep at night, it'd be like, oh my gosh, am I breathing wrong? <sighs> yeah, we just got to sit back and just not overthink um, a lot of it because it's all in your head. Um, God is in control. Yeah, and then just boost your immune system and you'll be fine. And then Change every once in a while, unplug and turn off that TV. That's it. Turn off that TV and turn on that music. Let's get into the weekly playlist. To keep up with our weekly playlist, follow us on Instagram at On The Way Weekly, where we release it every Wednesday. This week we've got... After Hours by The Weekend, 31520 by Childish Gambino, Colores by J Balvin, and No Risk, No Reward by Isaac Kareem. All right, well, I'll go first. <sighs> it's been two years since we last reviewed music from Abel. Uh, we reviewed his 2018 project, My Dear Melancholy, with the hit single Call Out My Name, which was one of my favorites. Mm. Uh, his high falsetto and intoxicating lyrics is what really attracts me to his music. I always associate him with songs you'd sing about your ex that you can't get over um, slash when you're pretty and like bent and you just want something to vibe to like, and that style seemed to have worked for him. Mm. With this album, he released two singles uh, the same a few months prior to the release of his album. Now one being heartless, which was Metro Boomin produced trap single. Yeah. Uh, it made me think about the careless bold side of the weekend. Mm. Then he released uh, Blinding Lights, which gave me electro pop and very much 80s vibe to it. listen to this song like repeatedly and like in your head a thousand times it'll eventually stick but it's unless me- that's just continue yeah yeah i agree with you but that it seems to be his particular style of music like he seems to really thrive and love uh-huh. 80s style. yeah yeah 
that seems to be the kind of image that he's developed mm-hmm. um, over the years. Mm-hmm. And this album gave you a back and forth with that. It gave me the more 80s electropop side of Abel, and then it also gave me the R&B, I'm intoxicated, but I want to sing on my feelings side. Um, I enjoyed, amongst those two singles, uh, Too Late, mm-hmm. Hardest to Love, um, In Your Eyes, which also brought me back to two decades ago when you know we're in like this different era style of music uh, along with Save Your Tears. Mm-hmm. But I enjoyed when he rapped at the project with Until I Bleed Out because I feel like that remind me a lot of the Abel that I enjoy. Mm -hmm. Um, All in all, Andy has the visuals for Blinding Lights, which combined um, the the Joker movie that came out last year as well as uh, this other movie about these two druggies. I'm forgetting the top at the tip of my tongue. Anywho. Um, he seemed to have fused those movies together to create the video for it. And it's cool. I love this cinematography. I love the the images. I love what he was trying to create. And, I mean, I enjoyed this project. I feel like it's not much different from what you would expect from him. Yeah, it was right on brand. Um, it was consistent. I liked it. This week, from my first album, I had 31520, which is the fourth studio album from many threat Donald Glover, a.k.a. Childish Gambino. I guess we were both born in So, um, this album was really good. I already, I'm already predicting that it's going to be at our end of the year top 10. Um, he definitely took his time with this project, and what an awesome time to deliver such an awesome musical experience. Uh, this is proof that minimalism and attention to detail really works. He didn't have a lot of over-the-top production on here. Um, Some of my favorite tracks had few instruments that were just arranged really well um, and had really awesome vocals and harmonies to get at the heart of the the song. It was that, and that was consistent through the whole project. Um, The go-tos on this album for me where Algorithm, where he brilliantly borrowed uh, some of Zane's Hey Mr. DJ chorus and brought that into mm. present day. That was perfect. Time was an awesome display of the future, of like the future forwardness yeah. of the album that you could, yeah, you could like hear it in those 808s and in the drum patterns and in the vocal effects. But the guitar was so soulful and provided it was like an awesome balance. Um, 1238. Featuring 21 Savage is a whole lot. Perfect for the elevation. And awesome combination of um, of childish, of him rapping and singing. And his, his weird meter was like up on this album. And I loved it. Like it was the perfect level of weird. It was perfect. Um, <laughs> Lay back on my back. Vibrate. My ex on some tears. She walked out the closet. Never write a check, I can't deposit She said, boy, stop Let's go walking You wanna be outside, please? We just talking Talk about looking like a Trader Joe's Pepper Young, don't you hate it, those Other girls, let the shady show Every time we walk around, they say How she gonna hold me down? 
419 is another banger. 42, and they're all they're all numbered, which is mm-hmm. I, okay. I'm here for it. Sure. 4226 may be my uh, favorite example of exactly. Favorite, 4226 might be my favorite example of only needing a little to make a lot. Um, and 4748 feels like a mix of Childish and Bill Withers and Stevie Wonder. It's like a jam with some awesome, awesome reaffirming messages to his son at the end, which resonates with me. Probably, I think it resonates with a lot of people. Uh, it was an awesome album. And he's elusive, he's elusive enough to not have to tour either and to get away for a while uh, with just this album, even in the midst of the Rona. Like, he's the perfect kind of artist to come out right now where he doesn't need to tour and he can just put out music and keep his name floating around. For my second album this week, I had... Colores by J Balvin. Signed to Universal, this Colombian superstar grew up listening to a lot of rock, such as Nirvana and Metallica, before listening to artists such as Daddy Yankee and becoming introduced to reggaeton. If I had to compare the two, which a lot of people have before, I would say that J Balvin's more of a laid-back, smoother to the ears um, than Daddy Yankee. I first heard of J. Bob in around 2015-2016 on Justin Bieber's Sorry remix. Um, and I'm like, okay, it's another Latin artist who's done a remix to an American song. Like, this kind of bops. Okay, cool. Um, around the same time, he had a concert scheduled for Miss Miss USA 2015, which I remember that he canceled because of Trump's disgusting comments um, insulting immigrants. Mm-hmm. In 2017, Beyonce hopped on his single Mi Gente, in That's 2018, mm-hmm, he was featured on Cardi B's Invasion of Privacy, I Like It. Both smashed singles that topped the Billboard charts for weeks. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is the seventh album from the international artist. And although I couldn't understand a lot of what he was saying, I had a few favorites. Felt it, um, Of course. That's what music is about. It's about the feeling. Um, this album is entitled Colors, so of course each song had a color to it. Um, I enjoy Rojo, Rosa, Negro, Amarillo. I actually enjoyed his last project that he did did a collab project with uh, Bad Bunny, which I also enjoyed, who's another Latin artist that even though I don't understand him, I enjoy his music too. Overall, this is good, J Balvin. Like, um, like I said, I felt the music more than I understood it, and that was good enough for me. Mm. This week for my second album, I had No Risk, No Reward by Atlanta native and gospel veteran Isaac Curry. You may be familiar with Isaac from the gospel group Men of Standard, which debuted in 1996, and he later stepped out on his stepped out on his own in 2011. He's now back with his third solo album in seven years, and it's really awesome. And in seven years, and it's really good. 
Um, from the beginning, you can tell that the last seven years have been a very humbling process for him. And it's evident when he writes and produces. Um, so much of this album is dedicated to his wife and him expressing his gratitude to God for placing her in his life. He just really took some time to reflect on how grateful he was for her in his life and acknowledging mm. God for giving them to each other. This was really apparent from the first song, Love Affair, featuring Jazzy Faye, um, which is really good. It catches you from the beginning. Amen, featuring Mr. Talkbox was a jam, of course, uh, where I had to remind myself that this was a gospel album. But I love, I love that that kind of texture is now also being incorporated in gospel music. example of his love for his wife uh, wrapped in one and has the potential for a lot of radio airplay but i also love ordinary just won't do chords in there awesome um the progression what kind of man what kind of man i don't want to go i need you and for the win amen amen to that it's always good i, I always love throwing on some gospel every once in a while when I want to remind myself and bring myself back to a, a nice mental break from the world. Back to my roots. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's always good. This week for our honorable mention, we had Mind Over Matter by Paul Wong. What they talking about? Who is he? It's his I, I am him. Who is he? It's his I, I am him. Who is he? It's his I, I am him. On the grind, getting mine, you can find him. Who is he? Music news. So I think I can actually answer my own question. If we didn't have Wi-Fi, we probably would be all in the house just listening to music. <laughs> we would listen to our Walkmans or our Discmans or just radio if they were able to play anything. I mean, are you talking about back in the day or are you talking about if we didn't have Wi-Fi now? I'm just talking, like I asked earlier, I was like, if, if we didn't, if we didn't have Wi-Fi, what would we do? And I yeah, of course. I mean, we, you said Walkman. It, it took me back. Like, wait. <laughs> yeah. Are we back in the nineties? If this was ninety-five and we didn't have Wi-Fi, we would all we'd be outside. No, you couldn't. You can't. You can't go play. You like you can't be outside shooting basketball. You can't go to the park with your friends. That's what we would do. You can't do any of that. So you'd be in the house, but probably just listening to music. TV you might yeah. and, and, and watching channels one through sixty as much as you could. Um probably. I think but thanks to the Wi-Fi, it was able to bring us all into DJ D Nice's IG Live 
where we could all where we could all jam together in club quarantine at his online party called hashtag homeschool. Um, it started at the beginning of last week. The former rapper turned DJ hosted a full on forty, a forty, it was a forty via Instagram, so where he played all, and I mean all genres of black music and also pop music for six days in a row, culminating last Saturday with over one hundred thousand live viewers. Everyone yeah. was in there. Everybody was in there, including the Drake. Her, Will Smith, Steph Curry, Janet Jackson, Diddy, Kerry Washington, Lena Waithe. I didn't get there yet. Lena Waithe. Tracy Ellis Ross, Queen Latifah, Karuchi, (laughs) Ludacris. Everybody was in there. Uh, um, Oprah. Kamala Washington. I don't know who that is. Oprah. Kamala (laughs) Harris. Oh, Kamala Harris. My bad. Okay. I was thinking of Kerry Washington in my head. Yes, come on. Put two, just two black people. Put them all in one. Two black light skins. I just fused them. At this I'm fusing the them like shade. I'm fusing the days ooh, of the you, week. Oh, you got shade envy. They're not even the same. Thing. You said two light skins. I don't They're know if even... it's Sunday or Tuesday or. Joe Biden, Kamala Harris, Bernie Sanders, and of course. First Lady Michelle Obama. Um, I have never been to a party with so many celebs before. I had so much fun. People, I was dancing right next to Michelle um, without security. That was fun. That's exactly how you sound just like everybody else who was describing it. Like people came and it was like, oh, that party was so lit. It was so hot in there. I had to get out. Yeah, me and Tina Lawson was going at it. <laughs> Dance battles. Did you see the um <laughs> did you see the couple the people who was hooking up in the club? Who hooked up after the club? No. I mean it was on Instagram. They was like it was like, oh gosh. <laughs> oh man, wait, wait, wait. Oh, 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 that couple who oh yeah, I did see. About how I mean that's new way to find people's DMs. Right. You see them on somebody's live, and then you know. What they? Said. I just felt like that was, that was such a fun, fun, fun experience, and I'm just so thankful that mm-hmm. DJ D Nice did something like that and brought us together with good music, music for us, yeah. just like a really grand time, just yeah. for us to escape for a moment and get out of just the wormhole that we're all in yeah, yeah, yeah. when it comes to the Rona and what's it done. Like good music too. I had, he put me onto a lot of things. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, that's Bruce the yeah. came in and he, and he did the reggae, right. but he was just like, he brought it, like he, he did so, he did funk. Yeah. He went to DC. Like he didn't leave anybody out. Nothing. Like Taraji was in there requesting songs. Like it was just like, it, he's, it was like, he saw, who was in there and was like, okay, it's you in here, right. I'm going to play some of this. You in here, I'm going to play some of this. Uh, 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 he, he had the mace going. Mm-hmm. It was just a lot of great music, and Except I'm just so thankful. Yeah. It was great that he provided us with the joy of music, and he made us really feel united, even though we're isolated. That was really, really dope. Um, on, Amen. Yeah, this, on this past Wednesday, he and Michelle Obama, they united. They, him and Michelle Obama, they partnered together for another one called Couch Party. I was there for that one, where they were able to rally 300,000 people. 
encourage them to register to vote. Um, but the time is now. The time is now. Somebody was like, my aunt was on Facebook today. She was like, what is 45 drinking? What, what drugs is he taking? It is not working. Moving day is November 3rd. I like that. Facts. Moving day. Moving day is November 3rd. Um, that's all that Facts. really matters. The only the cure to this is November 3rd. Um, it was an awesome party in the middle of the week. So, um, it was yeah, and that was a really, really awesome party in the middle of the week. I was just going to pop in and pop out. But once you pop in, it's really, really hard to leave. Uh, you had me there dancing and watching my phone for like two hours before I got inspired to go into the studio and make something. So much appreciation. Thank you, D. Another really, I don't get why this is coming up again news. So I was on Twitter. Oh, Lord. Um, yeah, which I love, by the way. Hey, I'm back. So I was on Twitter and around, I would say, Tuesday morning, yes. the video of the whole Kanye asking Ooh. Taylor Swift Hi. permission to leak the famous song clip appeared again and... This time it's the extended version. Um, why this resurfaced again? I don't even know. Because uh, this is a twenty four. This is a twenty sixteen uh, video clip conversation that they had, um, in which he mentions the fact that he was going to call refer to Taylor as a bitch, and said that, and then and you can hear Taylor like, haha, you know, saying that it was oh, kind of okaying it, but not officially okaying it. Um, and then her fans wanted to do a whole, uh, what's it called? A, a block Kanye? It was like Kanye is... is Kanye is, is over party is over. or whatever. Yeah, something like that. Like, man, if y'all don't go ahead. There's other things. If all y'all don't go ahead. The whole all y'all, both sides. If y'all don't go on ahead with this. You know, and I would have respected, honestly... Kim, because Kanye hasn't really said anything about this anymore, because he's already spoke about this before, but I would have expected Kim if she just, like, didn't say anything and moved on, because why are we still bringing up old things? But of course, she got into her lawyer suitcase bag and, you know, kind of tried to response. read Taylor for filth. Mm-hmm. It, was a good, it was a good little response. It was good. It was good. It was a, it was a good response, you know. Um, she said some things like, uh, she added Taylor Swift and said, has chosen to reignite an old exchange that at this point in time feels very self-serving given the su- suffering millions of real victims are facing right now. And it's kind of true. Like, nobody really cares. Yeah, no. She, <laughs> like, she, she flipped it on. She made it look dumb. But okay, which, I, all right, I'm just over this. Yeah, but which is which is like, all right, that would have just been done. But she then continued and elaborated on the fact that, like, Kanye never called to ask for permission, like this, this, and that. It's just like, you know what? Y'all are bringing this back up. First of all, half of the people don't care. The other half, the Taylor fans, like, I'm of that half. Y'all could be really. I'm of half that doesn't care. That doesn't, same. Same. (laughs) Because the song's been out. It's not like we're taking it out. It's not like we are just, you know, erasing it from our memories. I'm also among the half of people that feel like there's other things you can bring up rather than bringing up old news. 
this is going to change anything. If it, it, it more so seems like you want this formal apology from Kanye West that you're not going to get. So you want to do things and, and, and cry. And Sis, he bum rushed you on the stage, the first VMA you ever got. He took. And I think don't that's what this show is hurt behind. Listen, everybody is not, you can't be friends with everybody. All right. Every, you, 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 some things just leave alone. I know maybe you want like healing for everything. You want to have like full circle moments so you can just move on. Sometimes when people show you who they are, just believe that that's who they're going to be toward you. There's no fur, there's no more of a, <laughs> I am not in your corner moment okay. than getting up on the stage and bum rushing you and taking away your moment. Just like, okay, put him in a in a in a corner. For that's not your friend. Let it be. Man, I just feel, I just feel like it's just you want something that you're trying to get, and it's not gonna happen. Yeah. Okay, move on. That's it. We shouldn't still be talking about this. Oh, on the way, listeners. What other live DJ concerts have you been watching? Tweet us at On the Way Weekly and let us. Know. They're gonna say my cousin. We're gonna go. <laughs> we'll be right. We're back. And it's time to get into the blackness. Touch my head. It's just me against the world. Who taught you to hate your family? The blackness. Here we talk about the world, i.e. black political and social issues, as we see them through our point of view. What's going on on your side of the world, Khalil? Well, this week, um, Congress is scheduled to pass a $2 trillion relief package stimulus plan for the country. Um, I don't really have too much to fully report on. I know that they split it up into three parts, and the Republicans and the Democrats, they were really cool on making sure to bail out the uh, 1%. I know they split it up into three parts, and the first two passed unanimously between um, Republicans and Democrats. And now they're about they're at the third part of the deal where they're deciding how much money to give out to regular Americans. And um, if this is and what and who specifically gets what. All I got to say is just watch these people. They're talking about giving twelve hundred dollars a month or not even a month, twelve hundred dollars one time to Americans. And that's assuming, and there, and I think that that's under the, under the assumption that this pandemic is not going to last long. If this goes until the end of the year or something like that, a twelve hundred dollar payment, especially for people living in New York or something like that, where that's not going to make much of a difference at all. Um, it's going to do nothing. It's not really going to do anything. It's it's right. something for now, which may be exactly what we need, but. You just have to watch exactly who gets what because you just have to look at who's in charge. The, the Treasury Secretary is not somebody, Mnuchin, is not somebody that I would trust to have my best interests at heart. Um, I definitely think he's somebody who would look at the look out for the best interests of corporations and 
and they're still looking out for that one percent before they look out for American people. They're already talking about sending us back to work um, <laughs> in pockets of the country just to keep the economy the economy stimulated. And I get it; nobody's ever seen this that the American American economy is just at a, a standstill. It can really hurt us. But is it worth risking American lives? I don't think so. Um, I feel like it's just, it's more of when we're going to get it because we spoke earlier about unemployment. Um, that has to come th- come through. I don't think a lot of people, if you haven't already been on unemployment, have gotten money yet. So you have to wait for that to come through. Mm-hmm. Then the stimulus check. I've seen several articles about it. The most recent article I've read, we're not going to get the money until at least May. My thing is, we have to start getting... St- our money, which we work for, hello, sooner than mm. later before things get worse. Because if you're holding back on this money, if you're saying we're going to get it, we're going to get it, we're going to get it, and we don't get it until, like, God forbid, May or June, you don't know what's going to happen between now and that time. Exactly. Because you have in short. people who, who, who live in households with more than one person. Yeah. Are, are laid off because of COVID-19. Yeah. They, they aren't getting money coming in. Right. So when you have, and when you have low income place, low income neighborhoods who aren't getting money, not to be stereotypical, what have we seen happen in history? When people aren't getting what they want, they go out and get it forcefully. All right. So what do you think is going to happen? Okay. All right. I, oh, I no, want to get there before it gets there. Oh, I have already thought about honey to go out and purchase myself a fire Okay, because I mean, um, even that. I think that's why a lot of people are getting are are, are getting armed up because they're like, I'm not, I'm not with to... it. But right. once you if, once you it. run out, once you run out, if you can't pay for it, you're gonna go find it. You're gonna go get it. And gonna go get it. Exactly. Right. So all I'm saying is, if 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 and and. There's nothing you can do about that. Like once the check stops and you need to go get food or something, unless they're gonna make food at the grocery market free, then that's a horrible position to be in. Um, so, but in, in we don't, we don't live gonna, in a country like that. <laughs> if they're gonna wait until May to send this money, then they need to freeze everything that people have to pay for and make things accessible to people until uh, these checks get here. Because it's not Which our I don't fault. get why a lot of places are not already doing that. Why are these electric companies not freezing things? Why are why are these 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 student loan payments not being frozen? Why are these telephone companies not being frozen? It's like we are the country that's instead of helping us out financially, they're they're people at top are dangling an empty envelope talking about right. we got some money for you, we got some money right. for you. Just Meanwhile, dangling. other countries, like, other countries are the countries are everywhere. laughing in our face, freezing everything, sending people money. A month. Okay. So it's like, damn, like we've been the clown <laughs> we've been the clown country for a long time now. Can we get a damn break? Why do I have to call this company and tell them like, hey, due to COVID nineteen I can't pay you? What mm-hmm. why aren't you already suspending these certain things? Why why aren't why can't you have your cell phone bill free until this is done? You know, why can't they be just a, a frozen or a hold? Especially the same thing with, with rent and things like that, you know? So it's crazy. Mm-hmm. But in a lot of news this week for my Queen Spotlight, I wanted to talk about Ava DuVernay and her win of the def- the dismi- and her win in the dismissal of the defamation suit that she had against her 
for the Netflix uh, documentary, When They See Us, which, side note, still haven't seen it. Heard great things. I did not want to put myself into that. Oh, yeah, no. Not going to watch it. Well, a federal Mm -hmm. judge ruled in favor of um, Ava DuVernay last Monday, throwing out the defamation suit over the Central Park Jargon case. Uh, they The suit was filed last fall, alleging that the series had falsely portrayed the read technique, um, which is widely, it's a, it's, a, it's a term used for conducting interrogations. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, Linda Fair. The, the judge ruled that it was protected under the First Amendment, therefore, there's no need for this case in the first place. Mm. Um, so, there we go. Uh, Linda Ferristein, I think she's really trying to stretch this, um, and 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 try to like try to make it seem as if you know she was just in 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 her actions, and that wasn't the case. Um, she, I just think she really didn't like the fact that somebody that somebody really put a spotlight on exactly what she did, and she had all yeah. these minors in this room. She just wanted to solve a case, and she was willing to put it on any five willing or suspecting looking black boys with and put them because into a room. Because maybe they could have been there, and maybe they could have known, and maybe you know, them, they had to be. Brought them into a room and questioned them without a lawyer in the room, which is illegal. I mean, or or didn't even, and they didn't know that they had the. That was the biggest thing takeaway from that movie is black people have to we have to know our rights because they just didn't mm-hmm. know that they had the right to call for a lawyer or not sign anything until their um, guide the guardian or their parent was there. They were just trying to go home, so they signed whatever because they were scared. Up, well, congrats to you, Queen, and so good so for you. Suck a fart, Linda Fairstein. Suck a <laughs> fart. I like that. On the way, listeners, what would you be doing with your stimulus check? Tweet us at On the Way Weekly and let us know. We're gonna go, and we'll be right back. I don't need nobody else. Oh, you got me on the way. Yearning for your loving, baby. I need that every day. Cause you know this ain't made for, for nobody but you. It's a wrap. It's time to get out of here, but not before we leave you with some encouragement. Once again, you can find our quotes on our Twitter at On The Way Weekly every Monday for some motivation. This week, our quote says, Goodness is the only... This week, our quote says, Goodness is the only investment that never fails. Mm. I love this quote because I feel like the more positive things that you put into something, the more mm-hmm. it'll help it grow. Mm. And if you don't think it's helping it grow, it's helping you grow uh, mentally and internally because it's something that's positive and not negative. Mm. You know? It's like when people talk to their plants. Mm. Some people might find it bizarre or, you know, crazy, but I feel like if you're speaking great things to your plant, mm. like, watch it blossom, watch it bloom. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah, you know, amen. 
I, that makes me think of what I think is about to happen by the time this election happens in November. I think about this president, right? And we're talking about investing into good. And I think that he's done everything except that. And it's really interesting to see. The frustrating thing is how you see him keep doing that time after time and keep winning, like keep advancing. Like it kind of rolls off his back and nothing happens to him. But I think that this Rona is him. He done beat, he, he, he's beating all the men. I think that's the ultimate square off between him and God. And God is like, all right, Nick, bring up, excuse me for my, my interpretation of God. This is how I can think God. God is that nigga. God's like, all right, all right, nigga, come on, nigga. All right, so, all right, bring it on, nigga. Here we go. My man went from all he had going for him was the strongest economy in the that he benefited from off of Obama, but he had this strong economy going for him. Nobody's really morally, he's bankrupt, but it's hard for a president to lose during a strong economy. He went from having a strong economy to a recession in a week. God, uh-huh. like, God is like. Round one, nigga. Come on, nigga. What else you got? What else? What's next? And I just think it's really, yeah. I think it's really, really ironic how he spent his whole presidency, uh, like going at Obama and talking bad about Obama and blaming everything on Obama. And now the only thing he had going for him, which was his economy, has put him, set him all the way back. And I didn't really think that Biden had a chance because I was like, he's gonna, he's not, he's, mm-mm. but. He is really reassuring to America. I feel like when you saw him, when you see him on TV versus the president, you trust him. And there's, there's something that's going to be real ironic, I think, that by the time November comes around, the same people in 2008, we were in a recession. And Biden was on the team. He was on Obama's team to flip that around for us. So now we're about to be in a recession again. And I just think it's really ironic that America is going to, I think they're going to turn to somebody who feels familiar, somebody who was already there with us during this time, who knows that they can get us out of it. And I think that's like partly part of Obama's revenge, like not even in, without Obama having to have done anything because he's good. When you invest in, you're a good person or when you're investing, you do good things. It always seems to work itself out. And now I think we're going to be returning to the same kind of people or team who got us out of it in 2008 now and i just think i think that's the irony of the whole situation that always happens yeah we always end up going back to the last president for for a little bit of um a little bit of uh healing but a little bit of like a cheat code to move forward right i'm just saying you can always learn from one another if the unemployment was eight percent in 2008 and it's 20 percent now who do you trust to get us out of this? More of Trump or somebody who's been there to deliver us out of it already? And that's what I think we're going to And then, Not someone who's been in bankrupt several times. Right, right. And then he's going to choose, and then I predict, I hope, here's what I hope, here's what I pray. He's going to choose Stacey Abrams as his vice president. And then they win. And then he won't seek re-election in four years. And then he'll endorse Stacey Abrams to be the first um, the Democratic nominee. And she'll become the first female president. And that's where I'm going. What's in on that note? Well. Well, that seems a big reach, but we'll see. Well, okay. Well, if you if you ha- if it happens, I want 
they're gonna pay me. They're gonna pay us for this episode. Smackle. Well, if you're looking for me, you can find me. Don't want to be optimistic. Wouldn't that be great if Stacey Abrams was the first female president? Amen. But we don't know what's going on at this. I mean, and I love that. There you go. Come on. (laughs) I love that for you. Yes, believe, brother. Yes, I believe. Well, all right. And when it happened, you didn't see, you, you, you got to start, you didn't believe me with the Rona. I be telling you, I be telling you. It's okay. Anyways. You believe me when it happens. Mm-hmm. Well, if you're looking for me, you can find me on the Instagram and the Twitter at K-A-H-L-I-L-X-D-A-N-I-E-L and on the Instagram, no, and on Facebook at facebook.com slash music. You can also find my music on the title and the Apple Music and the Spotify and any digital streaming platform under Khalil Thin. I also meant to tell you guys about, I told you I was going to start saying um, stuff that we've been binging and watching. I'll get back to that next week. But as far as the podcast schedule, here it is. All right. Let me help you out. Monday, The Bully and the Beast, Wax and uh, Loria, hilarious. You look up the details. Tuesday, Miss Pat, The Pat Down, also Flagrant 2. Uh, Wednesday, Joe Budden podcast. Thursday, The Read. That's the one that started it all. That's the one, uh, uh, Sylvie, is the one who got me into podcasting through The Read. And here we are. Voila. Um, Friday, The Brilliant Idiots podcast, Charlamagne Andrew Schultz. Saturday, again, Joe Budden podcast. And any day of the week, The On The Way podcast. Also, The Daily podcast. New York Times, 25 minutes at the beginning of every day, uh, or however, whenever you want to listen to it. I listen to it in the beginning. That's me I need to in the morning so I can get that in the daily briefings, like when they're for the press conference, and then turn the news off. Watching CNN 24 hours a day, that is not the move. That is mentally, I don't think that's pretty healthy. But just be careful. And then, of course, the On The Way podcast, any day. Okay. And if you're looking for me, you can find me on Instagram and on Twitter at Sylvie Jones, S-Y-L-V-E-E-J-O-N-E-S. You can find me on my fitness page at Sweat by V. Um, fitness advice for this week is please, please continue to stay hydrated, boost your immune system, and get out whenever you can. Yeah, take that walk. Make sure to take that daily walk. If you can get that fresh air, it makes a difference when you can get back in the house. It does. Uh, and if everything else you heard today, you can find us on our Facebook at facebook.com slash instinct, E-N-T-I-N-C, and on our website at instinctent.com slash on the web. And if you love what you hear, please make sure to like and subscribe to us on the Apple Podcast app. Leave a comment, rate, review, and let us know what you think. Thanks for listening, everybody. Stay safe. Stay away from each other. Stay together. Facts. Stay away from each other. Y'all be lying about how y'all be staying away from each other. I'll be seeing you on Instagram. No friends. Don't be having no friends over. None of that. Please do. Bye. Later. Yeah, yeah. We stress, we grind. One time, three times, two time, me time, we time, we grow, three time.